Welcome to Keeping It Real with Frankie D, the very first Italian-American podcast and the home of your Italian-American moments. I'm your very proud host, Frankie D, and we can be heard at ItalianAmericanLife.com, on iTunes, Stitcher, your podcast app. Please like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, connect with us on LinkedIn, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. My guest today is Ileana Incandela, a trilingual singer, songwriter, and entertainer. Ileana, thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me on your show, Frank. I truly appreciate it. Well, I really love what you're doing because you are an Italian-American that is keeping our Italian ethnicity alive. And what I mean by that is you're singing songs in Italian, you're doing things in Italian. And I, I really appreciate that. Uh, and I want to talk all about your singing career and all the things you're doing. But before that, uh, tell us a little bit about your family background. Sure. So I was born in Chicago or in Park Ridge uh, <laughs> to yeah. Italian parents. My father, Enzo Incandela, was born in Alta Villa Milicia, Sicily, and um, immigrated to the United States with his family. And they started a restaurant. Um, Sicily restaurant, which was originally on Harlem and Diversity, and then later on on Lawrence and River Road. Um, and my mom is uh, from Bucchetti, Sicily, and she met my father at the restaurant actually when she was studying um, English and journalism at Concordia College. And um, I was raised by these two extremely passionate people who made sure that we always knew where we came from and they spoke Italian in the home growing up. I learned Sicilian dialect from them as well. Um, and then I have three sisters who are also very, very, um, you know, proud of our heritage, but also they love traveling and we, we were lucky. We had a great set of parents who allowed us to explore and challenged us and, you know, they were, they were adventurous. And so that's how we all kind of grew up. We all were like, oh, I want to do that. And my parents were like, okay, go ahead. You know, so it was no, that's great. Up there. Yeah. Your mother, uh, I believe, was an Italian teacher. Is that correct? Yes. My mother actually was the Italian language coordinator at Casa Italia for a number of years and also taught Italian at Lee School in Norwich for um, about six or seven years or so. And so a lot of the kids who kind of grew up in the Norwich area, if they were studying Italian, they would have had my mom as an Italian teacher. And the restaurant, uh, for people that don't know or are not from Chicago, the Sicily restaurant on Harlem Avenue was, uh, was a staple figure uh, for the Italian community for, for decades, correct? For like over 30 oh. years. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my dad and his brothers and father ran that restaurant. They owned and operated it. And, you know, when, when my dad came from Sicily, they had had a restaurant in Sicily. And so it was only natural from that. That's what they knew. It was natural for them to come to the United States and continue that tradition. And so Sicily restaurant was the backdrop for so many weddings, communions, baptisms, um, lots of events. And it was a unique place because 
my dad is an entertainer as well. And he had an entire setup of like drums, organ, piano, you name it. But he was there entertaining like on the regular for all of the guests. So it was a really cool thing for guests to have live music built into, you know, their dinner uh, dates or their wedding party. <laughs> they, they just kind of had it all there. Um, and yeah, there was, there was, I grew up in that restaurant. I worked in the kitchen, I'm you know. Sure you did. And that's so <laughs> great that your parents met there. And a little side note, uh, my family, when I was born, where we lived was all but maybe five blocks away from that restaurant. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah I was born uh, in the Montclair area of Chicago, which was where the restaurant was. And uh, uh, yeah, no, it was, uh, it was a great place. And uh, they are, I know your parents and they're great people. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. We, I, I definitely have an amazing set of parents. <laughs> For sure. So uh, I'm assuming, but you'll tell me if I'm wrong, that your whole singing started from dad. Is that correct? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I was always a very outgoing youngster who um, like was a bit of a ham. And as the third child, I always joke because I'm like, I'm the third child. So I needed, uh, there's four of us. I'm like, I needed the attention. I needed somebody to pay attention to me because I wasn't the youngest. I wasn't the oldest. I was right in the middle. So, um, I like would just try to emulate entertainers that I saw and my dad being the first one, he was always singing. There was always music playing in our house. Um, and so I guess I was very young when I started to sing, but my dad immediately knew he's like, okay, well, I had to come to the United States and work and be, you know, a restaurateur. And I was able to infuse music into my restaurant, but my daughter, I want her to be an entertainer. Like we got to do whatever we can to foster that. And, and he definitely did. And both of my parents have always been super supportive of, um, this, this career path. I remember my mom saying when I was little, she's like, you would cry and you had a set of lungs on you. And I used to say, I hope one day you make money with that voice because it's too <laughs> how, uh, how young were you when you started like singing um, in public, let's say? Oh, I want to say in public. Well, I, I was doing a lot of musicals and school plays. I, I want to say I started around like five years old where, you know, when I was sort of put on a stage and given a role um, like, Hey, you're going to be Tootie in the music or in the music man. Was it the music man? Yeah. Um, you'll, you'll be this character and, and you're required to sing. And I just loved it. That was my, the stage were, was my oyster. You were always comfortable with it. And that I was always comfortable with it. And at home, my older sisters were always, you know, behaving like they were on a show or on stage. And so it was just kind of natural for me to get into that like playtime role, um, with them. And so it, there was like nothing new to me when I got on a stage. I was like, this is what we do at home. This is how it is. My dad is like this. We're all, you know, kind of ham and cheese sandwiches when it comes to getting on stage. And did you also sing at the restaurant? Um, I did very briefly. I was, I was probably about 13 or 14 when the restaurant closed its doors for good. Um, so up until that point, I had performed. I remember the first time I ever performed at the restaurant, um, Frankie Avalon was there and really? I, 
Yes. And I remember being so excited because I was obsessed with the movie Grease and he was so supportive of my singing and just, he gave me like that boost of confidence, like a legitimate, you know, entertainer telling me a little girl, like you got something, keep going, you know? So I, that was one of the moments I think that will stay with me forever because it was kind of one of those, um, okay, somebody said I'm, you know, somebody legitimate said I'm really, really good. Somebody who has years of experience said I'm good. So well, that's a great story. I mean, that, that was yeah. very nice of him and see how it stuck with you for a lifetime. So absolutely. Yeah. Those things make an impact. So, and then when did you, um, start singing alone? Like, so I know you, you performed with your father, correct? Of a lot of, uh, yeah. festivals, so did so, you start alone and then with your father or the opposite? So after, you know, the years that I did all the musicals and the plays and stuff, um, he was at the restaurant, but then he, he closed the restaurant and he decided, you know what? I want to do music full time. I love music. And he's like, Ileana, you're going to do it with me. And so we started off doing like weddings and baptisms and communions. And that slowly turned into uh, Italian fests and Hey, I'm getting a phone call from like the Hoboken festival and, you know, uh, different locations and different, you know, events, uh, wanting us to sing. And once I graduated college, um, I auditioned for a TV show called the next famous at your doorstep. And it was an interesting situation because they didn't tell you that you were on the show until they showed up with cameras at your doorstep to surprise you like, hey, you're now in this competition show and you have to uh, perform against the other top artists from your city. And by the way, you have a celebrity mentor who's going to live with you practically for three days while this whole process goes on. Um, and and that? Excuse me? And who was the uh, mentor, the celebrity mentor? And, and I was surprised while I was singing with my father by Gloria Estefan, uh, she had dressed up in a waitress uniform and we were singing at a restaurant. We were singing at Bella Via restaurant in Highland Park. Um, and as we were mid song, I like see this unfamiliar waitress, but familiar face come out from a fence, which is very weird because they don't like the waiters and waitresses didn't come out from there. So I'm like looking at this person come out from a fence and I'm like, oh my God, that's Gloria Stefan. Like, this is that moment <laughs> where wow, all, all the cameras came out and there's footage of this. The, the whole show is, is online and you can see the footage on my YouTube channel, um, youtube.com slash Ileana Incandela. I mean, we could probably leave a link for them, but Absolutely. Um, yeah, the, the, the moment that that happened, my life completely changed. And it was kind of like the beginning of really pursuing music in, in a way that, you know, was able to reach so many more people. And, um, you know, everything I had done up until that point was with the amazing support and help of the Italian community and the Italian Americans of Chicago, of, of the entire United States, really, because um, you know, there were festivals in St. Louis and festivals in New Jersey and all over the place that were, were so supportive and calling me to perform. Um, and so I really wanted to make sure to like, keep 
my identity as an Italian American girl from Chicago who is not only doing, you know, pop music, but she's singing in Italian and she's singing in Spanish and she's, um, she's just proud of where she's from. So from that moment forward, I was like, all right, this is, this is my journey in life. This is what I'm called for. So. Well, that is a, a great story. And I, and I love the way you're speaking and, uh, and thank you for doing all that. And you know what else too? It's just, I, I'm the type that thank you for keeping us going you know, keeping our language going, keeping our culture going, because there's not enough of you out there, uh, okay. unfortunately. So that, that's that's great that you felt that in your heart and you're doing it. So uh, I appreciate that. I, you know, I, as growing up as in, in Chicago in like the 90s and 2000s, um, there was very, there were very few artists that I could look up to and be like, those people are just like me. They also speak Italian or they speak dialect or um, they, they're entertaining in a way that resonates with me as like a young person growing up in America. I'm first generation. I have an Italian passport, but I am born and raised in the United States. Um, And I just, like wanted to really highlight that first generation experience for kids who grew up like me, where, you know, their parents were born in another country, but there's such distinct mannerisms and education and things that we do that only people who grew up like us will understand. Um, and, you know, this transcends lots of different cultures. It's not only Italians that are like this. Like I have a lot of Mexican friends that are like this and Filipino friends and, and, you know, just knowing that you are not, you're, you're not alone. Like there's other kids that grew up just like that. And so that's what I wanted for me because I didn't, I didn't, I never saw that growing up. The only artist I think I saw that with was um, Selena, who is a Mexican singer. And I remember my grandmother who didn't speak any English would watch her. And she was so inspired by Selena that this girl who, you know, was from uh, an American background who spoke Spanish um, became this huge icon in the Mexican music world. And my grandmother loved that. And she would always look at me and say, one day you're gonna be like Selena, like you're gonna do what Selena, like what Selena did for the Italian community. So that's that's exactly my goal. And that's what I'm, I'm looking for. That is fantastic. That is fantastic, believe me. Um, I wanted to ask you, uh, so uh, I believe 2011, you opened in Milwaukee for Il Volo? Yes, I and did. How was that experience? That was um, amazing and intimidating and incredible all at once. Uh, I, I think I was my senior year of college, or maybe I had just graduated college. I can't remember, but um, they are such a lovely group of guys. They were so welcoming. And, you know, usually as a show opener, I don't know, you know, how, how it is with other people, but I've always heard like the show openers are just kind of like, eh, they don't get much love or whatever, but they treated me like I was the star and they were so nice. And um, it was such an impactful moment because I have like some good friends in them now. So that's fantastic. Yeah. I, <laughs> I'm glad that it was a good uh, experience and not, uh, you know, some of the stars can be. Can oh be- no. Yeah. They were, they were so, so welcoming. So I'll never forget that. That's excellent. Uh, tell us about, um, so you do a, um, a parody called <laughs> Italian dad 
Uh, <laughs> you do these are videos. Uh, tell us about those. Yes. So during the pandemic, you know, everybody's cooped up inside and I'm like, what am I going to do? Cause I can't perform live. And I was just itching to do something that would bring a smile to not only my face, but other people's faces. And, um, I started to impersonate my dad who has like this larger than life personality, but he's also just a typical Sicilian Italian American father, um, which I'm learning is like their, their persona is very common. The way that they say things or do things or the way they yell at you uh, is kind of a shared experience amongst a lot of, <laughs> a lot of dads um, that were born in, in Italy or in Sicily. Um, so I started putting one video out and then people were, it was getting really good response. So I started to do, you know, a couple more as time would allow. And then it became something where it was like kind of growing so quickly. And people were like, keep doing these videos, keep putting them out. Like, do you have another video? Or are you going to put more? Video? So I'm trying to keep up with that because I have, um, a lot of other like passions going on, but, um, the one I think that is, is my like relaxation is like doing Italian, like videos of my dad. Um, and where I just kind of poke fun at him and, and get, you know, get a laugh and, and, but it's honestly all in praise of my father because how does he, I was going to ask, oh, what does he think of these videos? Yeah, well, honestly, well, you know, I do them because I know how, how amazing of a person he is. And he, if he had the experiences or the opportunities and the technology that I have at my fingertips, he would have gone and done so many different um, entertaining endeavors. Right. And he, uh, he raised us and he sacrificed so much for us. So I was like, you know what? You deserve the spotlight. You have, you came here, you gave us all opportunities. You know, you have put so much, uh, work into raising us. Like, I want the world to know who you are and everybody like now everybody knows who, who my dad is because of social media. If they didn't already know because of him singing at parties or because of Sicily restaurant. Now there's like a new generation where I've kind of infused the character of Enzo into their timelines. And they're like, Oh my God, this is, this is fun to watch. Um, so I do it because I, I love him and I want him to have, um, a spotlight in this generation. And I also, um, I think that he watches them and he like, he thinks they're hilarious, but he, he doesn't want to give me the credit. He just <laughs> like a typical Italian dad. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Call me when you're on the, on Rai TV or like on Sanremo or something like that. Like this is nothing, you know, <laughs> when you get to the other, uh, when you get to Italy and you're on TV in Italy, that's, that's something big. So, but I think he, he enjoys it. <laughs> I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does. And, and it's wonderful the way you, uh, you refer to your parents and, and your dad specifically. Uh, oh. It's uh, you could teach a course to daughters. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm, I, it's not lost on me how much sacrifice it takes to come to a new country and learn a language. And, you know, you have dreams and hopes of your own. Um, but what I've been learning is that when people immigrated, there was only one goal and it was to survive. And we, as their children, owe it to them to not only like recognize that struggle and all the sacrifices that were required for them to go to a completely new country, but to also, for lack of better words, like one up that situation and, you know, 
pass on a baton that is, um, I guess, made of gold now. Like we, we can do everything and the sky is the limit and there's no, um, there are no barriers. There's to, no boundaries. There. Right. There's no boundaries. We don't have to worry about where we're getting, you know, the next meal. Uh, and we, like, I think about my dad growing up in post-World War II Sicily and how much difficulty there might've been in that. And, and I'm like, we don't have that. We have everything, technology at our fingertips. So, you know, make your life count, do something big. Absolutely. And uh, just, you know what, just being a parent, I, that I can speak of, <laughs> not an easy job uh, at all, uh, but it, but the most important job you'll ever have. And, and your parents raised four children. That's not easy at all. Right, right. Oh, so that, that's wonderful uh, the way you speak of them. Um, so I know you uh, you do a lot of performing in Spanish. Yes. Um, and I believe uh, you have a title or a name that they call you, La Italiana. Yes. La Italiana. So in um, 2017, I did a, a TV show called Tengo Talento, Mucho Talento, which is a broadcast on Estrella TV. And it, it is a Spanish language TV show. And it's, uh, I think it's mostly regional Mexican music and uh, pop music in Spanish. Um, and while I was on the show, they noticed like, wow, as an Italian girl who grew up Italian-American, you sure do love, you know, Mexican culture and Mexican things. So the full like name that I have is La Italiana Mas Mexicana, which means the most Mexican Italian girl. <laughs> so there's and like- you received very well. Uh... Yeah, it, it, the audience and the, the people watching the show were so embraced, like they embraced me so much and they were so excited that- I love their culture so much. And um, just the beauty of like unifying the two because there are so many similarities in Italian culture and Mexican culture. Um, it was so much fun to see how how many similarities and then also just to make so many friends and it just opens a lot of uh, doors to connection that way. And you know what? I think that whenever a, a person genuinely, sincerely, uh, appreciate someone else's culture and goes to the lengths, maybe like you, that you speak their language and uh, they appreciate that. And, and they, they take that uh, very kindly, I believe. Oh, absolutely. I have so many friends and um, you know, my fiance is Mexican and it's, it's like, it's like one culture, like he's learning Italian and Sicilian and I'm, you know, on this, the Spanish language and Mexican culture, it's a constant learning experience. And it's so fun to see like how, you know, our cultures blend and our families blend and um, they're very, very receptive to it. And truthfully, um, it's like with Italy and the Italian culture, uh, it's like when American people appreciate it, love it, uh, you know, can speak Italian. I think that's yeah. great. That's fantastic. Uh, I, I'm a volunteer at the Italian Cultural Center here in uh, Stone Park, Chicago, Illinois. Oh, yeah. And uh, we have one lady specifically who's American. She has no Italian background at all, has been to Italy many times, adores it, speaks Amazing. Italian. And I, I just look at her like, my God, you're a, you're a rock star. Because, you know, and on the surface, someone like you isn't supposed to be here or want to be here. 
Right, right. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It truly is. It truly is. But there needs to be an appreciation for culture. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Ileana, it has been a pleasure talking to you, but now you do a lot of things. So tell us how we can follow all the things you're doing. Sure. So on Instagram, my handle is Ileana Music. That's I-L-I-A-N-A-M-U-S-I-C, Ileana Music. You can also find me on YouTube, youtube.com slash Ileana Incandela. Um, or if you, you know, just search my name in the search bar and um, one of the songs that I've sung, you can absolutely find me there. But you can find me on Spotify, Apple Music, um, all digital retailers where they have music. Uh, all of my music is online. And for those of you who listen to Italian music, I have a ton of Italian covers um, that are done in my fashion in like an acoustic style. But then there's also a lot of uh, Spanish language music there as well. And then I have some hybrid where I switch between Italian and Spanish. And um, those songs are also up on my Spotify, my YouTube and my Apple music. Well, I say to all our uh, Italian Americans out there, to support this girl. She, this is, she's proud of us and, and we got to be proud of her and we got to support her. And uh, once again, thank you for the interview, but more importantly, thank you for keeping us going, keeping our language uh, vibrant, keeping our culture vibrant. Uh, we need that. We, we really, really need that. And coming from somebody younger, it's extremely important. So thank you once again. I'm I'm so honored to hear that from you. Thank you so much for also doing an amazing podcast that highlights um, people like me and, and our experiences. Um, and I also want to give a quick shout out to one of my followers named Diana, who uh, suggested uh, this podcast to me. I, I didn't even know you do a podcast. And you I was did. very- Oh my God. <laughs> no, I did. I had no idea. And now that I know, I'm so excited because I'm going to go back and listen through all the episodes. And, um, oh, but I just like you. to thank her. You are right. Diana, thank you. She's a great girl that does uh, uh, a lot of things for the Italian community. Amazing. And I miss the Italian community of Chicago. I would love to come back and visit and play a show um, and, and maybe eat an arancina at, at, a, at a bakery nearby. <laughs> Please do. Please come back and perform. I think that would be wonderful. So without a doubt. Well, Ileana, thank you so much. Best of luck with everything, okay? Thank you so much, Frank. Have a wonderful day. I appreciate you. You as well. Thank you.